Welcome to TikToking. Today's guest is the one and only, the hilarious Christian McCartney. Christian is a TikTok sensation, and within a year of being on TikTok, he's already at 3.4 million followers, which is a huge accomplishment. The guy's hilarious. His idol is Jim Carrey, which he will thoroughly explain in this interview. And I'm telling you, he, man, hilarious. Great guy. Great guy. Level-headed. You know, he's not in it necessarily for the dollar bills, but he wants to do it for, you know, his dream. You know, his passion. He wants to be on TV. He wants to do stand-up in front of thousands of people. And he's just an all-around great guy. And he has one of the top shared or used sounds on TikTok ever, I think. I mean, it's definitely up there. It was, it was all around. I mean, if, if you had a TikTok, no matter what your algorithm was, you saw at least 10 videos using his sound. It's crazy. But I hope you guys really enjoy this episode with Christian. He was a blast. And I loved it. And I know you guys are going to love it too. So without further ado, here's Christian McCartney this week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, TikToking, find out what they have to say. TikToking, TikToking, fascinating interview. TikToking, a TikToking, TikToking with Kevin Hughes. Christian, how are you? I'm splendid today, Kevin. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Where do you live, man? I live in Oxford, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. It's, um, it's like Amish country. Okay. Yeah, and, buddy. <laughs> and, and you've been doing comedy for a while now? Um, yeah, I've been, actually in May, I've been doing stand-up comedy for two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, but like skits and improv stuff, I've been doing that for a long time. Okay. Yeah, yeah man, I, I got on your TikTok and, uh, holy cow, dude, you're, you're hilarious, first off. And, and, uh, I had no idea that you were actually the one that came up with that sound that was trending forever, the, you've been talking smack. And, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many people I, didn't think that was me. Yeah, I didn't either at first. When I heard yeah. you say it, I was like, oh, my God, he sounds exactly the same. And then uh, I was like, wait, that's actually him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because, like, when I first posted the video, it there was like, it glitched and it wouldn't post fully. So I had to delete it. And then that's why the TikTok symbols in the side of it. And that's why people thought that I had posted it with somebody else's sound and taken that to make it look like it was my sound. Uh, do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what pe people thought I was like trying to steal it or something. But I was like, no, I promise you, them is my vocal cords. That's what's happening. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah, that's crazy. The the way your your range is with with your voice is really cool. Like, uh, I, w I joined in on your live not too long ago, and oh, yeah. you know, people are like, oh yeah, do it in a girl voice, and oh my god, dude, like <laughs> it's so spot on. It's great. Thank you, Kevin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so, uh, other than stand up comedy, what do you do for a living? So, I actually do stand up and comedy full time now. Oh, cool. I used to um, work at a, what's it called? A daycare. 
and then also a gas station and but like those days would get long and then it'd be difficult to go out driving at night because i have to go down to baltimore to like perform or like places in pennsylvania but everywhere is an hour away from where i live and amish people don't have open mics so i can't like come around to some place in my hometown so when i had to drive out it was difficult to be doing all of that and i knew that comedy is what i wanted to do and i was like hey, i gotta take the leap and just dive right in so right now i'm doing full-time comedy Man, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and can I ask how old you are? I'm 20 years old. Oh, man, good for you. That's Thank awesome, you. man. Thank yeah, you. that's killer. So what made you decide to get into comedy? Um, well, I actually, both my parents are hilarious. And when I was in preschool, um, I, I, was like, I was obsessed with Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. So I've literally wanted to do comedy my entire life. Okay. <laughs> it was in the jeans. Yeah, I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. I've been, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, so I'm an '80s baby. I, I'm a little bit older, but uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I've been following Jim Carrey since the beginning, man. I remember, yeah. gosh, I was probably ten years old, and I went to the theater and saw The Mask. And nice, and, yeah, and I fell in love with it, man. And I also fell in love with Cameron Diaz at that time, yeah. <laughs> as any ten-year-old would, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome and so what made you uh bring your comedy onto social media i actually did not want to do it so i was in college i went to college for one semester and while i was in college it was in 2020 and my dad kept sending me these people's tiktoks he's like christian look at this christian look at this and i like wouldn't watch him because i didn't even like tiktok at the time i, w I was a really big fan of vine and so I felt like TikTok was just like a ripoff of Vine. And I was like, I don't want to be anywhere near that because I loved Vine so much. And then my dad just kept bugging me and bugging me. You need to go on TikTok. He said, you are funnier than so many of these people on here. He's like, I know you can do it. And I didn't want to do it for like three weeks straight every day. He bugged me. Then I finally did it. And now we're here. So <laughs> that's what happens. I did not want to do it, but my dad had made me. Yeah. And what year was that you got on it? 2021 oh wow I'm, i think it was 2021 because i know i haven't i feel like i haven't been doing it for like more than a year if i have then it's like just a little bit over a year oh wow yeah that's really cool yeah you've really uh i mean you took it by storm then i mean I, some people takes you know a few years to to get to the point you're at but mm -hmm. i mean you really blown up that's awesome man. and you are i i agree with your father you are probably funnier than 90 percent of the people on there no offense to anybody but you really are man you uh, it, it's just something about your energy and you, you just don't let up like you're you put it all out there and and yeah. that's what makes a good comedian you know i i worked in hollywood i was at the comedy that's so store. cool yeah and i was at the comedy store all the time and i watched all these stand-up comics and i'm telling you dude continue on because you have it man you are awesome oh, i'm telling you that's so cool to hear <laughs> thank you kevin yeah absolutely and if you ever get a chance really if you go to california at all try do do the open mic at the comedy store that's I, i'm sure you know have you heard of the comedy store oh my gosh yeah yeah, I mean, yes. all the grades have gone there, man, and I really think from what I've seen when I was out there, you have it, dude, so give, give it a shot. Yeah, That'd be man. so cool. Yeah. And so now do you have goals with with social media now, or are you still just kind of, you know, I'm just winging it? Yeah, that's what I'm kind of doing because I didn't really have a goal going into it. I was just yeah. doing because my dad told me to, and then everything started happening, and I don't want to um, 
get like obsessed with it because I know you can get to that point and then you start hurting yourself because you're so obsessed with this one thing. Like I still, I love in-person stuff. That's why I like doing stand-up more than I like doing online stuff because I like being with other people in rooms with other people. And mm-hmm. I think a goal with t- with online stuff is mm, to hopefully get it on a TV one day. That would yeah. be a goal. To move from a phone to a computer screen to a TV. That's that would be awesome. To a theater yeah. screen. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, That's that would be, be. I I think you could do it. I think um I think with TikTok there's a lot of opportunity. I see I see a lot of uh people on there that really inspire to be something and and then even some that don't inspire to be something and they end up on commercials i've seen them on tv shows and something uh i I can't remember her name she's like the biggest person on tiktok um a dancer yeah i think it's a dancer i can't remember her name she i know i know you're talking about i don't know her name either yeah yeah anyway she's like doing voices of characters on uh animation movies now and it's it's insane like i think it's just there's so much opportunity to be had on this app you know so definitely yeah i would definitely keep doing it and um so i guess what you said your parents were funny were they stand-up comedians as well no my dad like my mom was a preschool teacher and my dad works at a gas station and but he's like a gen, he's a general manager of the gas station mm-hmm. so uh, he gives speeches all this stuff so when i was younger they used to like my dad can do voices and my mom can do some faces and so they would both do them to me and then make me do them back to them like very young so and then i found out jim carrey would just stare in a mirror and do faces to himself so i started doing that and I think my parents definitely help because they're still hilarious and they helped me like think like a comedian from a really young age of how to just be goofy without even trying. So like now if I do make a face or something, I don't realize I'm doing it most of the time. It's just like, it just happens. So yeah. I definitely give that credit to them because they're the same exact way. And my mom, I get all my energy from my mom. She's wild. Yeah. She's a wild woman. <laughs> I was gonna say when you said that your your dad did uh, did voices and your mom did faces, I was gonna say, oh well, you got the best of both because you do both, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I know you came right to me. Right? Grateful like a... for that. <laughs> and what's your favorite voice to do? Honestly, I don't know. People, a couple people have asked me that, like in comments and stuff, or like when I'm on live, and I honestly don't know. Sometimes I don't even really think about the voice that I'm saying. Just like same with the faces. I'll just be doing it and then whatever ways the vocal cords decide to go, I just hang on for the ride. I don't really think about it. So I don't think I have a favorite voice. But Okay. And so how long have you been doing stand-up, you said? In May, it'll be two years. Two years. Okay. What's yeah. the biggest audience you've performed for? Mm, I would say maybe 150. Okay. I think it might have been 150 people. It wasn't, um, oh, wait, no, no, this past competition. Probably around 300. Because was, it was in this club in Timonium, Maryland called McGooby's Joke House. And it was an end of the year competition for like new comedian of the year. Mm-hmm. And I was, I got made it to the final two. And by that point of the evening, there were probably like 300 people. It's a, It seats 400, I think. Maybe a little bit more, but, and it was just about filled. So it was. That was probably definitely the most people I've performed in front of. 
and it was amazing yeah i was gonna ask how was that feeling was were you nervous or did you just go out there and and it was i don't know how, how did you feel um i definitely wasn't nervous because okay like doing stand-up is all about repetition so the more crowds you get in front of i mean obviously you still have a little bit of nerves because performance is just it's one of those things that you can get really nervous about like being in front of other people but again credit to my parents when i was younger they used to like embarrass us in walmart walgreens like all these places just so that we would get used to being embarrassed and now it's to the point where, like where we try to embarrass them in public so i don't really get embarrassed anymore and it's the greatest feeling ever that's awesome man yeah like what's your favorite part about tiktok like what what really attracts you to to tiktok now um the people that stayed like the people that didn't get annoyed by me because i annoy so many people like so the people that didn't get annoyed people that stayed and um they actually like the videos that's what makes me because i love people so like that definitely made me more interested in doing it once i found out that oh people enjoy this because like, i want to make people happy i want to make them laugh obviously so you need people to make people laugh and that, that definitely made me stay now, do you think that uh, because you do voices, have you ever considered doing voiceover work instead of just, like in not comedy? Just well, not necessarily not comedy, but like as well as comedy. I have thought about it. Um, I haven't like done any yet, but mm -hmm. I would love to if I ever got the opportunity. I mean, that would be so cool. Yeah. So I actually just interviewed on Monday. I interviewed um, Epic Voice Guy. Do you know who that is? I think somebody just mentioned him to me the other day. Okay. That's funny so, you said that. He does all the movie trailers. Uh, he, he does impressions. Ooh. Like, he's, he, he, he does Ryan Reynolds' voice, so he, like, doubled him in, you know, Deadpool and um, Mr. Wow. Nice Guy or whatever. But I've never spoken to anybody like this before. I just think you have really? that. Yeah, man. You really do, dude. And it's awesome. Oh, Kelvin. <laughs> You're making me blush, Kelvin. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, dude. No, man. But I love, like I said, I love comedy. I spent pretty much every weekend that I was in L.A. Um, at the comedy store just watching stand-up, man. And yeah. I've seen them all. I've seen Joe Rogan. I've seen Dave Chappelle. I've wow. seen, I mean, all the big names, man. And it's it's it takes a certain personality to not only be able to be funny but perform and under pressure perform and um yeah. i i think obviously i've never seen you live uh, on stage but i've seen you live on social media and if mm -hmm. you perform how you do on social media I, I think you would do really well in front of a, a really large crowd and uh so tanya lee davis do you know her i don't think so Okay, she, she, yeah, she's a stand-up comedian. She was on Last Comic Standing. Um, she she's only three foot three, so she's really you know she's a tiny lady. Yeah. And uh, um, I had her on the show, and and same thing, man. Like she, you just give like you know when someone's like meant for comedy, and like they just give this presence, and you, even when they're not trying to be funny, they're funny. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yes. And, and so, yeah, man, it's it's completely awesome. That's and cool. Now, yeah. And you said earlier that um, people get annoyed by you. Now, yeah. are you meaning that, like, do, do you have trolls that, that just constantly give you a hard time? Um, I mean, constantly, maybe? I try not to, like, look into it too much, but I know people get annoyed because, 
I have family members that get annoyed with me. Like, my sister is annoyed by... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to scream into the mic. <laughs> she's annoyed right. by me. So, and she's my family. You know what I mean? So, I know I had ha- I have had comments. And people are like, this isn't real comedy. He's just making faces and voices. And I'm like, that's, that's what comedy is. That's <laughs> Comedy is being goofy. He's being funny. And um, so, it doesn't really bother me. Because, like I told you, my parents did all this type of stuff to us when we were younger kind of mm-hmm. picking us up get us ready for it and so i had um i've actually had one person um death threat i don't know if it was a death threat but they told me i should kill myself what i've had world? i've had that <laughs> what i mean i'll check that one off the bucket list i guess i've never had somebody tell me that before but obviously that's an intense thing to say to someone but um so i think i might have annoyed that person probably mm. to some extent Either that or they were just noticing how much attention you get, so they were trying to d- direct the d- attention to themselves. You know, if if that's what it w- was, it like a comment on a video or was it directly yeah. messaged to you? It was um, somebody commented it and then they DM me too. Ah, well. Yeah. Maybe that, that person probably has personal issues and it's, it's it goes a little bit deeper than, which is sad, you know. Very sad, yeah. And I know, so you're, you're, a, you're a Christian, right? Yes. Okay. And I know, uh, like, that's one thing I noticed. A lot of people don't really expose that. But on yours, your bio, it says follower of Jesus. And I think that that is really, really cool. And I think that it's admirable, really, that you can actually come out and say that. Because especially in the comedy world, you don't really find a lot of comics that they may. And I'm not saying they don't follow Jesus, but they don't express it as much, you know? Yeah. Again, my parents, I'm just, everything comes from my mom and dad. They always told us to be bold in everything that we do and everything that we believe. And I thoroughly believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and savior and that he's going to come back soon. And I want to pray. I believe that he gave me these abilities to make people laugh, to be able to do funny voices and funny faces to make people laugh and bring honor to his name. That's yeah. why I think he made me to do. And why would I not want to do what I've been made to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, really how do you, that. how do you feel about, um, uh, like cursing in your comedy? I don't curse. Okay. No. So, and I guess I brought that up because if you were offered, say like a movie role where you had to, I guess, uh, you know, swear and do stuff. Is that something that you would say, no, I'm not interested in, or would you do it? I wouldn't. No. Okay. I I would not do it. I know it's, um, I just, I wouldn't want to fold like, because I believe in it and it's like ingrained in me. This is what I believe. And I wouldn't just fold for like a couple of dollars or like, you can be in this movie. If you say the F word, you want to say, you want to say it? No. Yeah. So I respect that. Like, Bravo, man. I mean, there's so many people that money talks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so they're like, oh, well, I usually don't cuss, but if someone offered me a million dollars, I would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) No. Because I used to curse really bad back when I was a young boy. Okay. When you're 20 years old, a young boy is middle school. So when I was in middle school, like, I used to curse so much because I used to go to a private Christian school, didn't curse at all, went to a public school. Everybody in like middle school was cursing, so I was like, oh, I want to be like everybody else. I want to start cursing, and then I started cursing, and I realized um, how different it made me in different environments. Like when I was around my parents, I couldn't be completely myself because now myself was cursing. When I was with my friends, I thought I was myself, and I hated playing 
different people. I wanted to be myself to everybody. So, and I knew that myself was not somebody that cursed. So I stopped um, probably in uh, eighth grade. And then that, that literally helped me like find out who I really was because then I could be myself around every single person that I met. And it was so freeing. So freeing. Two years ago, you started stand-up. Now, how, how did... How did that work with uh, the pandemic, right? Like, that's right dead smack in it. Yeah. So how, how was that getting started? I mean, how, how did um, you... Honestly, I think it was a plus for me because a lot of comedians that had been doing comedy dropped out during the pandemic. They were like, oh, I can't do this. Um, and if it's going to happen again, I don't want to have to continue to stop going to live shows, doing live shows, stop. So I started... Oops. I started 2020... Yeah, literally right in the middle of COVID. Um, yeah. And again, in May, it was for my dad's birthday. And I think that it helped me because so many people weren't doing it. So when I was going to these places, there'd be like six people there. But they were comedians that were dedicated to doing comedy that they would still go out like during that. And um, it showed them... I was able to showcase myself better because there weren't thousands of other comedians in this one room. It was yeah. six of us. I was the youngest one, and they would consistently see me trying to get better. And, like, when I started out doing comedy, I never wrote jokes. Like, I did exactly what Jim Carrey. I did impressions. And I started learning that, um, like, facial impressions. I learned that, oh, I might have to have to say some words when I get up on stage. So that's when I started writing and... Obviously, all that free time of like when we would get locked down gave me time to write, gave me time to write. And when I was going to college, all I did was write, 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 write. And I think everything that happened when it happened was perfect for me. I mean, I'm not saying thank you for COVID, <laughs> my career could start, right. but like, I just think that God put me in that position to change my mind right then to help me. Okay. So then, where you lived, uh, they still allowed uh, you to have stand-up then they, they still stayed open huh it, there were like two places one was in harrisburg and they didn't even stay open i mean not every place stayed open and there were like weeks to months where there was no clubs open obviously like when everything was shut down and there was zoom mics um which is difficult because i i jump around and stuff when i do my comedy so i didn't like to do zoom but there was one place in harrisburg comedy zone that's what the name of it was harrisburg comedy zone they stayed open i started there terrible then i started going down to baltimore in this place called wits end next to magoobies that's where i had the competition and they were open because the owner wasn't going to shut down unless they told him like you have to shut down so and they weren't telling him that fully so he was like hey, we're gonna stay open like he's the bar next door so again there would be like three or four people there and they'd only be comedians but i think it helped, it helped me build relationships with the comedians and that's what you need, like, to move around faster, to have connections. And that's exactly what I feel like that helped me do. Yeah, and especially in stand-up, um, it's, it's practice makes perfect. Like, the more you can get on stage, the more comfortable you are, the mm -hmm. more, you know, the, the more present you can be. And so, yeah, man, I, I think that, yeah, was probably the best opportunity for you instead of yeah. jumping into something where you were in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and com competing with people who have been doing it for years, you got that opportunity to yeah. jump in at a time where maybe it wasn't the largest crowd, but you got to experience what it's like. So then as people start 
coming in and things were opening up, you were able to uh, feel more comfortable. It wasn't like, oh, man, I'm jumping right into this with 400 people. Like You had some yeah. experience under your belt, you know? Definitely. And it helped. And my, um, like when I was younger, I used to stand up in our living room, like when we'd have people over mm-hmm. and I would do like magic shows. I would do skits that I wrote for them. And so I think that helped with performance. Like I, I still get a little nervous before I go on stage, but it's never like a, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm not going to go up. Right. It's never that. So performance has just always been something prevalent. I know yeah. that word. Yeah. <laughs> now for the listeners, uh, who haven't seen you on TikTok, which is probably pretty rare, but if they haven't, uh, can you, and you don't have to if you don't want to, but would you mind doing the sound that, that kind of took over TikTok so people would know who it <laughs> I'd love to. All right. Let me see if I can <clears throat> let me drink some water. <laughs> I don't want to jack it up. <laughs> Are you ready, Kevin? Uh, I'm ready. All right. Mm-hmm, yeah, well, I just want to let you know that I heard that you've been talking some smack. Oh, I want you to know that I've been taking Taekwondo lessons in the back of the Walmart Supercenter, so if you don't want to get hurt, then you better stop. <laughs> That's a long workout, dude. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard that, you've been living under a rock because I think <laughs> it was probably one of the most shared sounds in the last year. Insane. <laughs> so what did uh, were you getting credit for all these people um, – using that sound um kind of on tiktok like they the sound would just come up in the bottom corner and people would be like oh my gosh who's saying this they'd go and then they'd see the original clip be mean and they'd literally that's what blew me up that sound i had 1.6 million followers on a friday evening then that's it when that sound blew up for real by sunday i had 2.4 million holy cow that is One, insane right over a million people in one day that's insane man yeah like i've had videos go viral but like that yeah that that's a lot i've never i mean i went from 500 followers to a hundred thousand followers but I, I mean i'm not at a million but i mean that is in that's so many people man that's, yeah. like, that's a small country you know what i, I mean? know like, yeah yeah <laughs> it really is and you know, i think it was because of like who was using the sound it was um like actresses i remember madison pettis used it i remember her from the game plan with the rock yeah that's how i knew her and i was like oh my gosh she used to crush on her and i used to use them around <laughs> so that was cool and then the nfl used i think um the denver nuggets messaged me to use it people big enough where okay yeah this kind of makes sense why so many people are following because these are big platforms using it yeah yeah, and, and and I'm a Nuggets fan. I'm I'm here in Colorado, so that's awesome. Yeah. Did they use it like for uh f- for like uh at the stadium or something? Or honestly, I have no idea if they ever even used it. I just know that they messaged me on Instagram and asked if they could, and I said, "Of course." I don't yeah. know if they ever did or not, but they messaged me. Huh? Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So I mean, you're really being. I mean. How much opportunity has this brought you? I mean, it's got to have, you probably had a lot of, you know, people asking, can you do this? Or were you interested in this or anything like that? Like, um, what's it called? Like, like collaboration stuff? stuff? Well, not only collaborations, but I mean, like you said, the Denver Nuggets reached out to you, these actresses. Like, has anybody said, you know, um, are you interested in coming onto our TV show or commercial at this point? Have you? No, gotten, not, not yet, yet. Huh? Not okay. yet. 
But if that's something that God has planned for me, I'm just waiting for it to happen. I don't want to. I don't want to rush anything that's not meant to happen yet. But yeah, that would be ha- really cool. And how many followers are you at now? Three point four. Yeah, yeah, three point four million. Man, that's crazy. So I mean, if you look at classic comedians on TikTok, Polly Shore being one of them, like you've surpassed their followings. Like you're on TikTok, you're more famous than they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and is that like hard to even process in your mind? Like, um, not really. Only because through doing stand up, I've met like a couple of famous comedians. Like I perform with a couple of them, and they're just normal people. Mm-hmm. And I think that gets in that put me like to the mindset that okay, they're exa- they were once where I was doing entertainment, like fresh into it. Um, so. It doesn't mean anything to me that I'm bigger than them on TikTok because, like, we're all people in the end of the day, and we're all entertainers, so, and as long as you're making somebody laugh, you're doing the job you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, for me, it would just be all these people I've looked up to, and, like, how? Like, they've done movies, they've done this for their whole lives, and it's like, how am I... How how, how are people noticing me over them? Like, that that would just, like completely blow my mind it's um i think it's well most of my followers like 12 years old and 13 years old so i mean i remember when i was young like on vine looking up like king batch and all these other people like melvin Gregg, all these other dudes and now they're on tv so i'm like okay i can see what social media can do for entertainers so it's very cool and something to look forward to yeah if that were to happen have you ever yeah. thought about applying to maybe be on like Last Comic Standing or some sort of comedic show to compete? I have not, but um, I would love to. I think I want to get um, stronger and like in the area where I'm at, probably start headlining more because I do feature spots now. But like where I get to the point where I'm headlining mm-hmm. in the area and people know who I am from stand up, not just from TikTok, because I don't want to like go out to all these places people know me from tiktok and what if they don't like my stand-up so i i want to um i would love to do shows okay comedy shows like stand-up i would love to do all that stuff i just like i said i want it to be the right time i don't want to force anything sure and when you go out now are you approached quite a bit like hey you're the guy from tiktok and wanting yeah. pictures and autographs and stuff yeah Actually, um, there was this, I was at, in my hometown the other day, I, um, was coming out of a restaurant, like, cause I just picked up some food that we got for takeout and this kid was walking in and I held the door for like his family. And as he was walking in, he was just looking at me like, <laughs> and then I kept walking in, and he, he looked at his brother and he was like, what's that that dude from TikTok? And I looked back at him and I was like, mm. and then I just walked away <laughs> because like that Grinch face, a lot of people know that Grinch face too. Yep. So I made it at him and I just walked away. I didn't say anything to him. Because like, I think it's funny to mess with people sometimes. And um, being approached, I used to feel weird about it. Like, oh my gosh. You guys like know who I am to the point where you will come up to me in public. Now I think it's awesome. Yeah. Because I would love to meet as many followers as I could in person. When people come up to me, I'm, like, I'm more of a fan of them than they are of me. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you for coming up to me. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would love to meet you again. Yeah. So it's... It's humbling, but it's also really cool. Now, are you going to Vegas in April for the, what is it, the Creator Awards or? 
No, I haven't. Um, I was never. Are we supposed to be reached out about that? I have uh, no I, idea. I'm not sure, but I could have sworn, and I and don't quote me on this, but I thought I saw your name as um, a nominee for the comedy award, and I could be wrong. But Maybe I'll, I'll Google it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, I think I'm going to go out there. I'm not nominated for anything, but I'm going to go out there, and uh, I just think it would be a, a good opportunity to not only get to meet some of the people that I look up to on TikTok, but also you know, um, maybe have them on the show and, and stuff like that. But um, just curious, yeah, because I was yeah. like, man, if you're in Vegas, man, let's meet up. I, I would love to meet you in person, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I I know in um, in April I'll be in Georgia and Atlanta, Georgia for a festival from a Christian music festival. Somebody reached out. Actually, yeah, that's probably the biggest opportunity I've been getting gotten from TikTok. This dude who's putting together a festival has huge Christian artist names in it. And he was like, I love your comedy, and I love how you reach people through laughter. He said, I would love to have you come perform in this place. <gasps> That'll be the big crowd. I think there's going to be like 12,000 people there or something. Oh, wow. That's a lot of people yeah. to, to make <laughs> giggle at the same time. <laughs> that's going right? to be fun, though. So. Would, you, would you ever make the trip to Colorado? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Comedians got to be willing to travel. You know what I mean? I would. Yeah. I would travel anywhere to do stand up. Yes. So part time, I do security at a um, a venue here in Denver, and uh, I, I'm really cool with the owner. So I'm pretty sure if if you wanted to make the trip, I can get you a show. And I'm and I'm pretty sure with your following, you could probably fill that theater up. I think it holds like I want to say it's thirteen hundred people. Oh my like gosh. That. Yeah, I mean, but I think, honestly, with the following you have, just promoting yourself on TikTok and stuff, hey, I'm going to be at this theater, Yeah, um, I, I definitely think you can do that, and I just didn't know if that was something you'd be willing to do if I can get that hooked up for you. Oh my goodness, yes. I'm never going to turn down a performance, I'll tell you that. Yeah, of for course, sure. Of course, I would love to. Okay, cool, well, let me, yeah, I will definitely uh, uh, talk to some people and see what I can do for you and reach out Wait. to you. Um, yeah, I bought it. Yeah. So, what what else you got going on? Like, what do you have anything else like you want to plug or anything that do you have any um, shows coming up that you want to promote? I have. Uh, yeah, I guess the biggest show that I could promote is the festival in Atlanta, Georgia. It's Easter weekend at the some stadium. It's like where they ha- they held an Olympics there. It's like a horse stadium or oh. something. It's a. This is a terrible promotion for it, but like it's. <laughs> Easter weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's a, it's like a festival. It's um oh my god, Infinity Music Festival. That's what it's called. Mm, Their okay. Facebook and you can Google it. Infinity Music Festival. It is going to be amazing, and that will probably be the biggest show, definitely my biggest show of the year to perform at. So if there's anything you'd want to come to, it would be that one. Okay. Definitely that. And I know you said anything else that's going on. I'm engaged. That's oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank man. you, fella. Um yeah, we've been dating since or we yeah, we've been together since eighth grade and then we got engaged last year and then we're gonna get married next year. All on the same date. Yep. Wow. That way I don't have to remember multiple ones. <laughs> it's the best strategy. I don't know why more people don't do or I don't know why more people don't do it. Do it. Just do it. If yeah. you're gonna get married, choose the same date you had your whole life. Just do that. We're just getting married on a birthday. That'll make it easier. No, is she is she funny as well? 
Uh... <laughs> she's goofy. She can be goofy, but she's a really shy person. So, okay. like, in front of people, she unless she's, like, really, really close with you, then she's not going to be goofy, but when she's comfortable around you, she'll be, she'll be a little silly every now and then. So then when you're out in public and you're just being who you are, does she ever like, get embarrassed or tell you to stop or anything? <laughs> All the time. All the t- Every time we go out, it's like a <laughs> slap on the wrist. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> but I'm sure, like, but she loves your stand-up, right? She'll go to every show, and she probably, like, um, whenever she can. out there. Whenever yeah. she can go to shows, she will. Because she works, like, she does her work at, like, 7. And by then, I'm already leaving for shows, so she can make it to a lot of them, but... Whenever I have, like, bigger shows, she always tries to make it. Um, but, yeah. Her okay. and my, my mom and dad, they always try to do their best to come down to shows. Yeah, yeah that's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I really uh, hope to see you live here soon. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. So I have some fast round questions. Um, it's just to kind of get to know you. Nothing too personal, just general questions. And uh, if that's cool, we can go ahead and do those. Yes. All right. So what is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? My favorite movie is probably, mm, it's either The Mask, Ace Ventura, or Dumb and Dumber. It's one of those three. I just watched Ace Ventura yesterday. Um, so it's one, so it's, I'll say it's Ace Ventura because I just watched that one. That's definitely my favorite movie. Favorite TV show? The Chosen. It's, um, it's a show about um, Jesus' life when he was finding the disciples and... It's a very biblically accurate show, and it's such a cool. It's um, sorry, drop my chapstick. It's um, as again, it's a show about Jesus' life when he's finding the disciples, and it's so cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's funny. I I actually last night out of out of nowhere, I actually quoted uh, Ace Ventura because my daughter came home and she's like, "Look, Dad, I got a slinky," and I was like, "Do you know what slinkies are for?" And she's like, "Yeah, you just stretch them." And I was like, "No." So I was trying to show her on the stairs, yeah. and I started singing this song. Everyone loves a slinky, but I was <laughs> yeah. thinking of Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura when Nature Calls when he's doing. He's like, yes. "Oh man, why?" Last like on the step. very last step. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So, what is your favorite restaurant? Hong Kong in Oxford. It's a Chinese restaurant, and I used to go there after school every single day to get egg rolls because they're like a dollar and i would just scrummage some quarters together and they also have roaches but i said that they're just flavor packets and they highlight the food even better so hong kong and oxford pennsylvania okay and how about your most commonly used emoji mm, probably the um kissy face emoji because i text my fiance the most and we end every text in the kissy face emoji. <laughs> it's like, and if we don't put it, we're like, are you mad at me? Why aren't you putting the emoji? <laughs> so that's definitely my most used one. Okay. Um, if you had one goal that you would want to accomplish by the end of 2022, what would that be? End of 2022. Mm, to have traveled to six or more states to do comedy. Okay. Yeah. And what is your favorite pastime activity? I like to sit outside of my garage and watch the cars go by. Really? Yeah. I'm like 90 <laughs> years old. Yesterday, my old lady neighbor came outside and I was sitting in the garage. 
She was like, good morning, Christian. I was like, morning, Miss Gloria. And then we just went about our day. I was like, I'm 75 years old right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't fault that at all. I mean, sometimes you just need that, I guess, little escape. You know, like mm-hmm. some people just, you know, some people it's a beach. Some people it's the top of a building. But for you, yeah. it's right outside your garage just yep. watching the cars pass by. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So finally, um, this one gets a lot of people. It's it, who is your favorite TikTok creator? All right, I'm gonna be really honest with you here, Kelv. I don't watch TikTok. Okay. Because I know how addicting it is. Like my dad is addicted to the app, and I don't want to get addicted to it. So I yeah. don't watch other people's TikToks. <laughs> I feel so bad every time I say it, but then I don't because like, I know how much time you can spend on that and like entertainers we got to do other stuff we don't have time to just be sitting around you know what i mean yeah so i don't know so okay that's funny that you say that and and i guess i'm gonna me and your dad are probably closer in age than you and i are is my guess i and okay. I, he's 51 51 okay so i'm 37 um but what's funny about that is i could never imagine my mom or my dad on TikTok, like scrolling through TikTok. Like my mom, y- you mentioned TikTok. And, well, I don't know what that is. You know, yeah, like, yeah. And so like, but me, I'm on TikTok and my kids are seeing that. So it's just so, it's always crazy to me to hear like my kids say, oh yeah, my dad's on TikTok. But if I think about it and I sit back, I'm like, yeah, I am. But wow, I'm my parents' age when I was their age. Yeah. And if I could have ever thought about them being on any social media, I, I would have been completely like, I don't know if I would have been embarrassed, but just, I don't know if I would have been able to handle it. Like, Oh, you're too old for that. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's, that's, that, I love hearing that to be honest, but yeah. it is kind of crazy. So is that, has that ever gone through your mind? Like why, why are you on social media so much? Or um, no, he works a lot. So I know that he like, and when he gets home, he doesn't want to watch the news all the time because, like, the the news is going to depress anybody that watches it too much. And so he, he likes to be entertained. So when he, when I won't do that, then he'll go onto the TikTok app and see whatever it does. It's a distraction. I think, like, a lot of people use it as a distraction. And I think that could be dangerous if you distract yourself too much with it and spend mm-hmm. a lot of time on it. But um, I'm not, like, mad at him for doing it or anything. I think it's hilarious because, like, he'll try to do all these dances. And I don't even know what the dances are because I don't watch it. But he'll be like, oh, yeah, wa- watch me do this. And I'm like, oh, Dad, you're <laughs> disgusting. Please stop. <laughs> so does he make TikToks too? Um, I think he made, like, three TikToks. And one of them is about me leaving for college. And the other two about my mom. Like, he just either zooming in on her face in a video or something. All, mm-hmm. all his content is on Facebook. That's what he posts. He'll post like memes and he'll post pictures of my mom sleeping. There's probably like folders and folders of my mom's face sleeping on our couch on Facebook. <laughs> he always posts pictures of her sleeping. It's so funny. And do you want to plug his accounts or, or uh, to share to have people check him out or? If you want, um, he's not even. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Dennis McCartney. That's his name. He's okay. gonna love when I tell him that. <laughs> I'm really like, Kevin told me to plug you. Got to plug you, Dad. <laughs> He's gonna love that. He's gonna be like, okay, I gotta get the business. Okay, yeah, can I yeah. Can I? <laughs> no, man, that's amazing. And you know, 
Christian, thank you so much for coming on the show. Like I said, man, this is an honor because I know one day I'm going to I'm gonna see you uh, and you're going to be big time. And I'll be like, you know, I interviewed that guy hey. one time, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's so, so cool, man. All right. So, Christian, again, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough, man. And I'm really, I'm serious. I'm going to, I'll DM you my phone number and we'll stay in contact and I'm going to see what I can do about that venue here in Denver and, uh, and, and see if I can't get you connected, man. Thank you so much, Kevin. That's a blessing, brother. Yeah. And I hope you had fun. I know it's, it's different kind of interview. I don't, I don't like to like sit there and bombard you with questions i like to have a conversation i like to get to know you and i think your fans will appreciate that too because they get to to know who you are and not just who you are on tiktok you know yes i completely agree all right man well thank you so much i hope you enjoy your day and uh this has been uh this has been a blast man thank you of course all right, take care, buddy. God bless. Tick talking, a tick talking, tick talking with Kevin Hughes. I had so much fun talking to Christian. God, that interview was amazing, right? He, that guy is so funny, and I'm telling you, if you just go check out his stuff on TikTok, you're gonna laugh so hard. And hopefully, I'm gonna have this set up here in Denver to uh, get him on stage and if so all the people listening here in Colorado you know I hope you do make it to that show because it will be epic I promise you that the guy's hilarious and I know if you haven't seen him on TikTok like just listening to this interview alone you can tell that he is very talented the guy is such a lovely person level-headed I mean name one person you know that would say no to saying a curse word for a million dollars nobody and if you do, I mean, good for you, but I don't personally know anybody. So, yeah, this guy is absolutely amazing. I had so much fun talking to him. But I thank you guys for always coming in and listening to my guests and listening to me annoy you. And I hope I get to do another one that you guys enjoy next week. And as always, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is Kevin Hughes. You were listening to TikToking. Bye bye now.